Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2364. So, The Mandalorian ended with a surprise guest on the show, none other than... Oh, just in case you need the spoiler warning, I'll talk about him in just a second. And the conflict that I've had about talking about him. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So this is your last spoiler warning. I mean, I'm not really sure you need it. But just in case, don't do the polite thing and say that this is your last chance to save this podcast for a later date if you don't want the ending of Season 2 of The Mandalorian to be spoiled for you. Alright, with that out of the way, let's set things up. If you think back to Episode 6 from Season 2, or Chapter 14 if you prefer, The Tragedy, we have Grogu on the Seeing Stone at the top of the little temple place on Tython and communicating out into the void, hoping that a Jedi will hear and come to him, possibly, to train him. So, right from the get-go, when that happened, we are setting up what happens in the finale of The Mandalorian, right? It's almost a given that <laughs> Once you've done that, you have to have a Jedi show up. So really, the finale of The Mandalorian wasn't about whether a Jedi would show up. It was who it was going to be. And we talked about the possibilities, what Jedi were kicking around in the galaxy at the time on a previous episode of the show here. Of course, we mentioned Luke Skywalker, and I have to say that I did not think it was going to be him. And that had to do with not tying it into the Skywalker saga. I know that there was a lot of speculation around Ezra Bridger, but I felt like that didn't necessarily work because we still don't know what the resolution of Ezra's story is. And if we had him show up there, then it would suggest a resolution happened and then it would take some of the drama out of his story once we actually get it. But the case for Luke being the Jedi is a strong one. He is, after all, I would wager probably the most accomplished Jedi in the galaxy at this point, the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy, and also one who is searching for everything that he can learn about the Jedi at this point in time. So it lines up with what little we know about Luke in between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. We know that he is off on his own easily as of for ABY. He's gone on a couple of missions and they are documented in the final sections of the Battlefront 2 video game story mode and also in Shattered Empire, the four-issue comic series that was a lead into The Force Awakens, part of the journey to The Force Awakens content. We also know that between 
Return of the Jedi and his appearance in The Mandalorian, that he had his initial training sessions with Leia that were ultimately stopped. And we also know that Lorsan Tekka was helping him with his explorations around the Force and trying to locate temples and any sort of information and artifacts and books, etc., etc. So this is the kind of thing that's going on in the years that follow Return of the Jedi. On the other side of the timeline from this, really the next milestone is 15 ABY, so that would be six years after the finale of season two of The Mandalorian. That is when Luke takes his 10-year-old nephew, Ben Solo, under his wing and begins his Jedi tutelage. But with this new addition to the story of Luke Skywalker, it raises the question, what was going on with Grogu when Luke started to train Ben? And, by extension, what was going on with Grogu when Luke started his own Jedi Academy? And, to follow it to its next conclusion, what happened to Grogu when Ben Solo became Kylo Ren and destroyed Luke's Academy? And I suppose we could go further, but let's just stay with that. And the destruction of the Academy happens in 28 ABY, which makes it six years before the events of The Force Awakens. It also makes it the same time frame in which the novel Bloodline by Claudia Gray takes place. That situation is also addressed, and Luke's Academy is addressed in the Rise of Kylo Ren comic book series, the four-issue limited series that was part of... It wasn't really part of the journey to the Rise of Skywalker, but it was related to the Rise of Skywalker because it provided that background information on Ben slash Kylo. But Grogu is not pictured as part of Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy. And yes, you could probably make an argument for saying that, oh, maybe not all the students were depicted in that series, and we don't necessarily know the fates of all the students from his academy. They certainly weren't necessarily all shown in that series. Ultimately, when Grogu is introduced in The Mandalorian way back in Chapter 1, it just immediately gets your mind rolling to the question of what Grogu's status is during and after the sequel trilogy, and whether... For example, a comment from Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi where he says, I will not be the last Jedi. You think he's talking about Rey, and that makes perfect and complete sense. But if Grogu is still kicking around, it's also possible that he's thinking about Grogu. And that, for all we know, after the events of The Rise of Skywalker, Rey is going to seek out Grogu and end up working with him. Or Grogu is going to seek out Rey and start working with her, or some combination thereof. It's really hard to speculate at this point. But now we have the addition of Luke Skywalker, and if the creators of The Mandalorian have used him once, well, that certainly opens the door to the possibility of them using him again, especially if The Mandalorian and the child are ever going to be reunited at some point, which... You know, this series is going to go on for another few seasons, and it's kind of surprising to believe the possibility that we won't see the child anymore in The Mandalorian. But I want to put that one to you. Do you think that we have seen the last of the child, or do you think he is going to return in a later season? And will it be season three? Please let me know what you think. I'd love to hear about it either at you know, the home base for the show at sw7x7.com or wherever you're catching this episode that has a comment section on it. Chime in.
And that is where we are going to leave things today, though we will be talking more about Luke for sure. For now, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.